0: GP Insights, a health cert podcast. Practical advice for busy GPs on how to treat with confidence and grow their practice. I'm here today uh, with Professor Peter Sawyer. Peter is, of course, the Professor of Dermatology at the University of Queensland, and he's been there for several years now. And Peter, as we all know, is a a great uh, friend of um, primary care skin cancer doctors and, and all working in the field of skin cancer. And genuinely is one of the very, very best uh, researchers uh, in the field. And Peter is very kindly speaking at the Skin Cancer Conference uh, in July this year. Peter, you're going to be telling us a little bit about some of the big research efforts that are underway uh, in melanoma. And of course, you are leading or co-leading many of them. Can you give us a bit of an overview on on those major projects that you've been involved in the tens and tens of millions of dollars being invested in all of this peter yeah
1: thank you so much uh, david and
0: uh, uh
1: thank you thank you all for giving me the opportunity to speak in july a bit of our research which is all around uh, the early uh, detection of of melanoma let's say early detection and surveillance of uh of melanoma and this is also in all fairness the reason why i came from Austria to australia as i envisioned that there are uh, endless uh, possibilities here in australia for for doing the research which is so close to uh, to my heart
0: Just, um, yeah, that, that. yeah i mean um Tell tell us what are the 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 big projects that you've got under underway at the moment? We, we you uh, there are two or three major ones, really, aren't yes, there? Yes, indeed. I mean, uh, the
1: the biggest one is probably what we call a Australian yeah. Centre of Excellence in Melanoma Imaging and and Diagnosis, and this started in two thousand eighteen with a ten million grant from the ASCF, the Australian Cancer Research Foundation, which yeah. uh, provided us infrastructure for uh, uh, this then cutting edge, and still today, <laughs> a very, very novel 3D total body imaging uh, system, which uh, basically allows literally within a second to take a total body image of the, of, of the whole person. And this obviously opens up the door for quite a bit of uh, research projects related to the uh, Early Diagnosis of Melanoma, Artificial Intelligence, and Telemedicine. And these are these two aspects around this. Having said said this, we were getting uh, then additional grants about it uh, together with Monica Yanda, who will also speak at this event. We got uh, a a so-called synergy grant about roadmap roadmap options uh, for targeted uh, melanoma screening in Australia. And also uh, another grant, which is called the Center for Research Excellence for Precision uh, Diagnosis and,
0: and and Imaging, all in the field of melanoma. Where do you think all of this is going, Peter? I mean, wh- where, where does this where does this lead us all? I mean, we are all wanting, I suppose, at some level, a a world where nobody dies from melanoma, and and that's a that's a long journey and a long haul. Where, where does all of this this research lead us do you think in 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 you know in, in the in the next few years is, what's relevant for for doctors currently working in the field i mean in my
1: opinion australian doctors are doing a fantastic job in in the field of early detection of melanoma but also yeah. early detection of, of keratinocyte cancer and a lot of uh, energy and commitment is going into this field. Yeah. Having said this, I think it's probably fair to say that um, standardization needs to be improved and yeah. also quality assurance. And yeah. here, imaging comes in. Right? Yeah. I mean, I recall very well the time when 20 years ago when people colleagues, were saying, we, imaging is too expensive, we can't do it, it takes too much time. Now yeah. we have the opportunity to do imaging very cheap, and this certainly uh, leads to a standardization and will lead to standardization of our management. And of course, then artificial intelligence will come in. So there's the concept of the doctor
0: plus. Yeah. And, and Peter, we've discussed this before, but, but as you know, um, in my practice in primary care in Queensland on the Sunshine Coast, uh, I- imaging, total body photography, 2D, is now an absolute routine. It's, it's a core part of, um, I think, a, a quality skin cancer consultation. Um, do, you, do you see a future where imaging is not part of routine care i mean i i think we're at a tipping point here i think we're at a threshold i think we've actually crossed the threshold um is is there a future without imaging peter
1: I mean, this is, uh, of course, in some way, and I know you well, a rhetoric question, a question yep. where you, you already know what the answer will be. <laughs> uh, if you would have asked me in 85, if I would think that dermoscopy will the future of skin cancer diagnosis, I then would have said yes. And, and with, um, with the benefit of hindsight, I think I probably was was right. Having said this, already uh, then we had a lot of feedbacks particularly from the dermatology community, and probably in all fairness, uh, the primary care community, uh, the primary skin cancer community in Australia didn't even exist in '85, right? Yeah. yeah. So uh, I think, of course, as 2D or 3D total body imaging will become the standard of care in the years to come. Yeah. I can't tell you if this will be 5 years, 10 years, 15 years, but there is no way back. And of course, also, if you like it or not, Artificial intelligence in some of the other form will help us making decision. Having said, said this, David, we still will need to maintain our skills. We will yeah. still in some cases need to overrule artificial intelligence and our patients will hopefully still believe us more than the artificial intelligence. <laughs> yeah. But intelligence, uh, artificial intelligence will help us to do a better job.
0: Peter i think it's really important that that we all hold true to that and that artificial intelligence uh, is an assist and not a replacement and and what i'm already seeing in my practice as i as i use imaging and ai it seems to me that ai is doing two things for me one with total body photography Uh, It is it is pointing me at new and changing lesions. So it's taking a, a view of the of the person and saying, I think this is new and I think this is changing. Can you please have a look, professor? And then the second level of AI is if I if I look at all of those lesions and then I see something that I don't like the look of, particularly I can use AI in a different way to give me another perspective on that individual lesion so i see ai playing at the at the whole patient level peter and, and then at the individual lesion level indeed david you are you are so correct there are actually two aspects one to
1: a given uh, lesion where you will ob- objectively basically uh, be able to say this lesion has changed and the second, of course, is then the intrinsic uh, diagnostic aspect, the management aspect of a given lesion. Having said this, we also think that uh, uh, 3D total body imaging will provide, you, will provide us with guidance in regards to the personal melanoma risk because we will yep. be able to objectively, automatically generate a so-called NEVO score telling us how many NEVA a given person has over 2 millimeter, over 5 millimeter what is uh, objectively the fracking score of this person, what is objectively the skin color on facultative and constitutional uh, areas, right, because all of us have areas which are less unprotected. And, of course, uh, also an objectively degree and the involvement, area involvement of, of photo damage, which is something which is, of course, very specific Australia, but still, not every Australian has 80% of his surfaces uh, severely photodamaged. You know, some have 10%, some have 25%, and the specific pattern of, of involvement. So, also here, artificial intelligence will provide a help, which of course will uh, will be combined with uh, the polygenic risk score, which is something where quite a few um, uh, researchers here in Australia and worldwide are, are, are working. And this, by no. the way, is not just the case in dermatology for skin cancer, for cardiovascular risk, for mental health risk, for for many other fields in medicine.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks, Peter. That that's fascinating. Gives us a very clear view of uh, of what's happening in the field, and and very very exciting times to be involved in this work. Whether it's like me in in primary care or yourself in a in, a, in an academic, uh, you know, health science center, um, pursuing research at the very highest level. and We look forward to meeting up again in person next month at the conference with you and colleagues and uh, exploring these fascinating topics even further, Peter. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much, David. And uh, see, you, see, you, see you soon. Cheers. Have a great day. You too. Thanks, Peter. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you like the podcast, please subscribe so you can get updates whenever we post more. And please share it with others. And for more info, please go to healthcert.com.